Gentlemen, welcome to Cartridge Club. The first rule of Cartridge Club is talk about Cartridge Club. Second rule of Cartridge Club is you talk about Cartridge Club. Third rule of Cartridge Club. Someone yells stop, goes limp, taps out. The cartridge is over. Fourth rule. Only two guys, two of cartridge. Fifth rule. One cartridge at a time, fellas. Sixth rule. No shirts, no shoes. Seventh rule. Cartridges. We'll go on as long as they have to. And the eighth and final rule. If this is your first night of cartridge club, you have to cartridge. Alright guys, thanks for checking out episode 3 of the Cartridge Club. I am player 1, one half of the Cartridge Bros, the other half being my brother, player 2. And every month we like to get together with our friends and play a game. Um, we try and pick games that are, have a meaning to us or have meaning to people out there or that were considered good. And uh, we invite everybody, yeah, considered good. We invite everybody uh, that we know and everybody on the interwebs to play the game with us. And hopefully with luck, people play along, and uh, we did this month have people play along with us. Uh, so now we're going to talk about the game. It's a podcast we do. And after going through this for the third time without a script, I've decided that for episode four, I'm going to script the intro, because I don't really know where I'm going next. <laughs> so instead, I'm going to turn right into introducing our guests. So this month, we have three guests, and the first of which is James from Slightly Livid Gaming. Hello, James. Hey, how are Hi, you? Hi, James. Uh, so you wanted me to talk about uh, favorite games or whatever for the intro? Yes. Yeah, tell us how you get into gaming, uh, why you like gaming, how you uh, were blackmailed into this podcast, <laughs> anything like that. <laughs> well, I have of me that I don't want it now. Uh, yeah, no, my favorite uh, game, that's actually kind of like asking uh, somebody which, which child is their favorite, isn't it? <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. Yeah, yeah, I know. But uh, I'd say that probably... Final Fantasy VII is cliche as that sounds at this point. Good man. Good answer, though. <laughs> Good choice. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of what got me back into gaming. I mean, my first console was a Sega Genesis. I had an NES that belonged to my cousin when she went off to college. But, you know, I didn't really play those until, like, when I was about eight or nine, and I just got this game for Christmas, and I was stuck on the first boss for, like, a few months. And I thought, <laughs> game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I really don't have any favorite genre. So, really, more concerned is the game good as opposed to what kind of game is this? So, that's a, a that's a good question. Is the game good? Um, and I think a lot of people, especially now, as we're in the uh, the beginning of this new console war, so to speak, too many people are focused on how much RAM, what type of RAM, how big is my box compared to are the games fun? Yeah. Um, and ultimately, I think that's going to be what determines who the console war winner is for Generation 8, I think we're in. Yeah. I mean, I actually haven't had any hands-on time with any of the consoles, but I have a friend with a PS4 and another one with a Wii U. So, and, uh, your, your friend with the Wii U is the smart one. Hang out with him more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, not biased. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. All right, James. Well, welcome to Cartridge Club, and uh, we're looking forward to talking to you about uh, the game that we have this month. Right. Next up, we have Andrew from Fitnat Gaming. Hey, Hello, Andrew. Hi, Andrew. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> totally smooth transition. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> Start calling it the Awkward Club. <laughs> I'll fit right in. 
Okay, so oh, where do you, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. So where do you want me to start here? Uh, how I got started in gaming? Stuff. Yeah, for sure. Tell us how you started in yeah, gaming. Um, uh, best I can remember, I think the first game I played was uh, I rented a Genesis from probably Blockbuster or Rogers or wherever. But um, I rented it with a copy of... Uh, just referring to the title here, I can never remember the whole thing. The Great Circus Mystery starring Mickey and Minnie. And, uh, and I got a Genesis about uh, probably around a year later. And it was when they were... Um, or pretty much already discontinued at the time, so there was a bunch of random bundles, and I got the uh, one with Sonic 2 and Columns. Oh, very nice. Alright, so that's how you got into gaming. Yep. How? Uh, what's your favorite genre of gaming? Uh, probably platformers, RPGs, some brawlers. Nice. Pretty much everything, though, other than sports games. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, but... um. What's wrong with sports games? <laughs> I'm just not into them. Everything. I have problems with people playing them. It's just not my thing. Do you not like Madden? No. I do, not like Madden. <laughs> do you like Madden? I think you one might like Madden. No one, no one likes Madden. Not even Madden people like Madden. They play it Listen. because they have a sense of duty. Because if they don't tend to it, it's like a withering flower that will just die. But instead, it's just baked on a pile of shit. <laughs> If I don't buy it every year, there's going to be a year when they have the idea for the most perfect game, and they're not going to be able to make it because people won't have bought it. Wow. Yes. Previously. That is, that is, that is their theory. <laughs> right now, there's some guy who's working in the mailroom at EA Sports, and he's like, I have such a great idea to revolutionize Madden football. I hope people keep buying this game every year for the next 20 years till I work my way up to the top, and I can put it in motion. Wow. And I want to make his dream come true. And when he finally does, he'll burst through the doors and just say, like, listen, guys, I've got a great idea. Puts down on a piece of paper, and they look at it, and it just says, make the game fucking fun. Yeah, <laughs> update rosters. A new engine, get out. Increase ball physics. James is right, they made that. It's called NFL Blitz. Or league football. When we're talking about ball physics, we don't mean the football. Oh, perfect. Um, I just realized that, uh, James, you didn't, uh, you didn't talk about your YouTube channel, I don't think. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, it's slightly livid gaming. Uh, I'm trying to get some more video game stuff on there, but right now I'm just making fun of trolls that are stupid, and bad creepypastas and fan fiction. You know what? How was that, uh, situation with that, uh, that, that video that you just posted up recently about, uh, Ace, Ace or something? Yeah, yeah. Um, Apparently a lot of people on YouTube hate the guy. Uh, maybe they have legitimate reasons. Maybe they don't. I really don't know or care. But <laughs> I don't know. I'm just getting stuff from people who hate him. Who just I I really don't know the situation. I just kind of <laughs> went after him, you know, because I kind of bought into the hatred around the guy, and now I just kind of don't care. <laughs> and, and the video I made sucked. I just kind of went after him. It went. It got too personal, too mean, and I got a lot of stuff wrong. I just didn't want to stand by it. I see. I actually didn't get to see the original one. I just seen your follow up on when you took it down. So I was curious what it all was about. But now I guess I know. Yeah, yeah. Now it's uh, God, it's terrible. It's just a bunch of fat jokes, and I make fun of his. Oh God, I make fun of his facial hair. <laughs> Don't worry. Honestly, Whoa. I hate that video more than anything I've ever seen, and I'm the one who made it. <laughs> you have to make a video about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Fitnet. Uh, yep. First off, you're gonna have to tell everybody what Fitnet means because it's 
if yeah. they when they see it spelt um, on the YouTube trailer or whatever like that, it's they're gonna think, "What is this?" Okay. So you get yeah. to let us know what it is, yeah, and let us know like where, where can we find you? Yeah, being forced right into it, aren't I? Anyway, yeah, um, yeah you tell us about the, yourself. Uh, I feel like Jake stands for uh, "fuck it." The good names are taken, and I'm sure anyone that's ever tried to make a gamer tag is relating to that. Yep. Yeah. In that's there. basically the origin of it. I don't know what you're talking about. I wanted my PlayStation Network name to be Master Commander Triple X four four eight seven dash three. Totally original, dude. I'm da- dude. I'm dash four eight four. Oh my god! <laughs> no way. <laughs> and um, as far as YouTube channel and uh, so I don't have any videos up, so <laughs> that's fun. No, but you do have a Twitter account, um, yes, and you're fairly active on there. Uh, sporadically. <laughs> so. uh... <laughs> At Fitnet on Twitter for the shout out on that. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so that's two of our three guests. Uh, <laughs> if you've been listening to this point, you may have heard the third guest, and if you have heard all of our podcasts, you might know who it is. He uh, he's known in some circles of the internet as the Beard uh, with a Passion, and he's also been uh, referred to uh, some of the great revolutionaries as Che Guevara. Uh, I'm going to give you now Retro J. Have you ever looked through a microscope and found that there is a duck staring back at you? If so, that's my life. I'm Retro J, and I host a channel called J Retromance, which is a shit channel name, and I realise this. But usually I focus on retro gaming, LPs, walkthroughs, anime spotlights, and occasionally... Cartridge. But we put that down to one side, because that's not, that's not cricket, I can tell you that. So, uh, I'd like to thank you guys for inviting me back on the show after what happened last... Time, I thought that we wouldn't actually speak again, uh, let alone you invite me over to your house to have some of that succulent turkey and for me to give back the cat that I stole. Thank you. Welcome back, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We, ha- we had a- an episode on Silent Hill 2, and it took us a half an hour on that to talk about cartridge, which actually happens in the game. <laughs> and in less time, you brought up cartridge. <laughs> I'm just right. It's, it's actually it's actually rife at the moment because this guy Ian Watkins of the band uh, Lost Profits has been done for basically horrific acts. If you want to check it out, go somewhere else because I don't want anything to do with that. But seriously, that's been on my mind recently. So mm. wow, way to bring it down. <laughs> All right, we are always off to a good start here in the Cage <laughs> Club. You know what? I'm not- you know what? You know, last time when I was on the show, I actually really cocked up what I said were my favourite games because I, I just I just chose some random games because I wasn't really actually prepared. And you think to yourself, it's a retro gaming thing. Obviously, you should probably like have your favourite one you know, to pick. But I didn't, and I wanted to say that my actual favourite game of all time, and this may seem very strange, is a little-known game called Jumping Flash. Now, if you oh. haven't played that game, it is so good, but so weird. It's a 3D platforming puzzler, but you're f- it's first person. So it's uh, when you jump in the air, you see your feet just flying up in the air. And it's fucking nuts, but brilliant. It is good. Have you played the sequel, Jay? I have not. I have not. I really wanted to, but it's so expensive. It is, but I recommend. <laughs> There's a Wesley it. Snipes movie based on that, isn't there? I don't know. Jumping Jack Flash? <laughs> The only Wesley Snipes film I've seen is Demolition Man. So if that's the same plot, then yes. <laughs> that should be the plot oh, man, for everything. Missing out with Passenger Fifty Seven. It's a masterpiece. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you watch Guy from Highlander mm. Four be the worst villain in film history, which is what he usually does. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic, Jay. You're uh, you're also uh, working on a new channel now. Uh, 
I noticed they uh, they've been uh, pimping you out as their news guy. Well, yes. Um, so basically, the uh, new channel that I'm running is called Tiger Fucking Uppercut, and it's mm. a retro gaming review slash news channel, which aims at bringing you not only all of the latest news headlines for all of the current gen gaming, but also a retro review each week, as well as a subscriber spotlight, which means that basically we look at one of our subscribers, take some of their work and promote and sort of sell their work to our subscriber base to spread the love. Like Thick Jam, I believe, as I said in the first one. Um, and uh, yeah, it's going pretty well with that at the moment. Uh, we're working with a new site <clears throat> called Games Daily, which uh, basically are now going to sort of promote us and <coughs> hopefully <coughs> Cartridge Bros <coughs> uh, in a later, <laughs> at a later date on their retro forums. Games Daily. Oh, yeah. Jay, I missed you. <laughs> okay. A weekly podcast. Yeah, that's right. I just want to have a J podcast. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to start inviting them to Skype calls and recording them and just playing them for myself. <laughs> that's how I got in trouble the first time around. <laughs> Our mother, who listens to the show, uh, in the middle of the first episode, said to me, I really like one of the English fellas, but the other one's too crass. And I said, well, there's only one. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, well, then I'm torn. <laughs> My personality has come out right there. And, um, yeah. you know, uh, Bro's mum, you know, you saucy devil, you. <laughs> wow. Give me, oh, give me, a, call, give me a call, sweet cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, mum, when you listen to this, don't call him. <laughs> She'll be up here trying to figure out Skype on my computer. <laughs> oh, please, please share what you told me about your mum with the Wii U. Oh, yeah. So we were uh, we were sitting there yesterday. I was playing it with my daughter, and my mother was there. And um, I also had a copy of uh, the Resident Evil remake for Wii, the Resident Evil One remake. Yeah. And so she said, "Well, what game is that?" I said, "Resident Evil." She she likes the Resident Evil series, and she was looking for one to play. She said, "What system is it for?" And I said, "That's for the Wii." And she and we were play, at the time we were playing Wonderful One Hundred and One on the Wii U. And she said, "Oh, well, this is a Wii." I said, "Well, this is a Wii U." And she said, "Yeah, but it's a Wii." And I said, "Well, no, it's a Wii U." And she was like, but it's the same thing, right? I was like, no. She goes, but isn't that, that controller just for a different game for the Wii? And it was oh just like my. this long pause. And I was like, you know your kids have a YouTube channel about gaming, right? <laughs> <laughs> so you should know what the Wii U is. And she, uh, she didn't know until last night that it was a completely different system. Which is funny because I bought three of them last Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Holy hell, you bought three. You single-handedly saw Nintendo through that difficult patch, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've actually been buying them once a month um, since the release to keep the sales up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you go back? To, did you go back to the same? Um, see what I'd have done is I'd have dressed up in exactly the same clothes, gone to the same cashier every single time, bought it from the same one, and given like a completely like different excuse. It's like it's for my daughter, and then the next one it's like it's for my dad, uh, it's for my uncle, and then it's like it's for my sick dad, and then just be like, it's like sir, why are you buying so many? It's none of your business. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've looked to the future, and this is the future. But yeah, she uh, so she didn't know that the Wii U was its own separate system. So every every time I read an article on uh, like IGN or any of those other sites, and they say like, "Oh, the branding is the problem," I'm like, "It's not a problem. People can tell the difference between a Wii and a Wii U." And apparently, I am dead wrong. People cannot tell the difference. Mm. So yeah, she uh, she had no idea. So anybody who's listening who doesn't know. The Wii U is not the Wii. 
It's not a game for the Wii. It's not an attachment for the Wii. It's a brand new system. <laughs> kind of like the Super Nintendo wasn't just an attachment for the Nintendo. It's got the same name in the title, but an extra part. <laughs> so I should, I should take my Wii and just throw it away. Is that what you're saying? Uh, so, 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 so I just don't need it no more. Uh, so I don't need to sync or plug the HDMI port that it doesn't have into it. I don't need to do any of that. <laughs> you, you well, no, you don't throw it away. Toss it. It's rubbish. Okay, fine. Right, <laughs> yeah. If you're looking for a next gen console that is backwards compatible, there's only one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, yeah, before I go on my, my intense rage of uh, how Wii U is the best next-gen console and how it is next-gen <laughs> and how it deserves to win, because I've talked about that more than enough on many different outlets, <laughs> I'm going to toss things over to my brother, P2, and he's going to tell us what game we've been playing and talk a little bit about the game. All right. Sorry to get everybody off topic there for all that time, but now I'm ready to get us back on track here. Let's see. What, uh, what episode is this? Uh, three. Ah, oh, Super Mario RPG, Legend of the Seven Stars, which was in fact the first Mario game where you had to collect stars. Isn't that interesting? Mm. Mm. What's real? What? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Who pointed that out? P one was yeah. <laughs> yeah. Up until this point, there were, there had been no no uh, connection between Mario and star collecting, and from this point forward, it's been every single game. Yeah, kind of strange. Ah. So it's one Thank of those things where it started him off. He only needed like seven shots, and then he was like a little star addict. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right. The first seven are free, and then the next 200 in Mario Galaxy will take you most of the year. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. But yeah, it came out in 96 for the Super Famicom and Super Nintendo, and was a collaboration between Nintendo and Square. Match made in heaven. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. let's uh, get into the discussion. I remember I played it as a kid. I actually remember buying it and uh, getting P1 to open it for me with his exacto knife and cutting a hole right through my my box in it, but that's okay. Oh, <laughs> he did right that on manual too. He's like, here's something that P2 treasures, something that he may love. <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> yep. But anyway, that's all yeah. long lost since then, so it's not a big deal, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, I loved it back then. I loved it this time around. But uh, P1, did you play it when we had it back then? Um, I, when I started playing it this time around, some of the early stuff was familiar. So I think I may have started it off, but I'm not certain that I ever completed it. Oh, very good. I was playing with X-Acto knives back then, so that was probably back <laughs> in the stage and I was carving my name into everything I could see. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that sounds about right, actually. <laughs> How about you, Fitnat? Did you play it when it came out originally? Uh, no, I didn't have a Super Nintendo at the time. So this was your first time through? Yeah. Oh, I probably good. played it on a ROM a while ago, but... Yeah, pretty much my first time through the game. Sounds about good. How about you, James? Yeah, it's the first time I ever played it. Um, I think I might have played it briefly on an emulator beforehand, but yeah, I'd never played it before, and it was my first time through. Wow, so this is pretty fresh for most of you guys. How about you, Jay? Uh, I played it once very briefly back uh, in my childhood, and it pretty much went something like this. Walked into my friend's house, saw him playing it, said, is that Mario? He said, yes, would you like to go? Went to the turn-based system, and I was like, this is rubbish. Let's play Super <laughs> Ghouls and Ghosts. And, <laughs> yeah, and going back right. to it this time, 
going back to this time, I would like to go back in time and just slap my past self and say, <laughs> no, you sit down and you play this because it's an absolute gem. <laughs> That's right. Hey, how was your friend playing it back then? Because I know it wasn't released in Europe, if I'm not mistaken. It was uh, on the, um, what should we call it? It wasn't. It was on the SNES, but this is quite a like while after it was released over there. Ah, uh, ah, uh, I see what you're saying. Okay, sorry, there. that didn't make much sense. Of it. It's. It was a long time ago, but not that long ago, as in uh, back in 1996. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. We gotcha. So yeah, that's Super Mario RPG. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, the story of Super Mario RPG. Um, it's it's a pretty generic. Uh, square RPG story. Um, some calamity happens to the kingdom. Only one man in his red hat can save it, and that man is Mario. Uh, basically, a, a giant sword breaks down through the, the star road in the sky, scattering these seven stars around the kingdom, and then you have to team up with various other characters from the Mario franchise and a couple of new characters and uh, go collect these star pieces and put the star road back together so that little children's wishes can come true. Uh, and that's essentially the story for the game. Actually, uh, the, the bit with the, the bit with that story, you know, when it's saying about the uh, the wishes, that was very clever that they actually put that in there and tied it back to the fact that they said that without wishes, um, that's the reason that Bowser always gets defeated. I was like, that uh, yeah. actually makes a lot of sense. That was actually pretty mm. well thought out. That yeah. Was, yeah. I, I Sorry, I just completely, completely interrupted you there. Sorry, Karen. No, that's fine. I, I had I was going to sit there quietly for a minute and hope somebody said something. And you filled the gap nicely. <laughs> <laughs> Because I just, I just thought that it was really good. Because every single time I play a Mario game, I'm just sort of like Bowser, mate. Just give it up. You've just mm-hmm. you've got to accept that sometimes it's not going to happen. He's living in nanny state America, where he's always been told he can, but he can't. He just can't, and he has to come to terms with it. He's not going to be the high jump champion. He's not going to be the prom king. He's not going to have Princess Peach. Totally in this game. Mario is the plumber. Always wins. You never seen a porno? They always get the girl. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've never seen a spiky turtle get the girl. <laughs> well, you haven't have watched enough Japanese ones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so let's talk about the characters. Because, um, like I said, the story, it's a generic Square story. Um, and i got to be honest with you, the Super Nintendo and Squaresoft, it's, like a, it's a match. All those games that Square made for the Super Nintendo were some of the best RPGs ever made. And this one, if I can't help but think that if they hadn't had the falling out that they had around the time of the N64, that they could have had so many more magical... Like, they could have done a Metroid RPG, or a <laughs> Star Fox RPG, or mm-hmm. uh, a Kirby RPG, you know? And a lot, of these char- a lot of these games would have been fantastic, and I would have played the snot out of them. Not because I buy everything Nintendo tells me to and say it's fantastic regardless of if it is or not. <laughs> Star Fox Adventures, but because of the fact that Square, and that it might have even avoided Square going into the stagnant Final Fantasy repetition stage that they went through, where everybody started to say, well, these games are even dropping off. So uh, it would have been it would have been really nice to see what happened, but it didn't, so let's talk about what did happen, and that's the characters in uh, Super Mario RPG. So we got Mario, obviously, uh, and he's Mario, he's silent, and I actually really enjoyed that when he's talking to people, he just sort of bounces around and moves his hands. I thought it was a nice touch. Yeah, he does turn into people. Yeah, he's great. There was yeah. a lot of humor in the story that they told in the game, which was fantastic. Especially the way that Mario was telling stories. I think it was fantastic. Yeah. 
as well as Mary, you've got Princess Peach. She plays sort of a, a healer role. She, uh, she That's really all she's good for. She's not really good at attacking at all. Um, <laughs> and you've got Bowser, who plays sort of like your physical attacking role. He's uh, He would be a melee character, I guess. And then you have two characters that are new to the Mario franchise. Uh, Mallow, who initially when you meet him, you're told he's a frog. And anybody who's ever seen a frog <laughs> knows he is not a frog. And I know it was totally convincing. <laughs> yeah, I bought it all the way. Um, yeah, except for him. Like it's like it's like that movie, uh, The Jerk, with Steve Martin, where he's he's adopted into a black family. And Steve Martin is obviously white, and he grows up the whole time and has no idea. You know, that's Mallow in this case. He has no idea he's not a frog. <laughs> that's true. I never made that connection. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna put it out there. I hate. Mallow. I oh, do you? With a passion. <laughs> oh my. I would not <laughs> piss on him if he was on fire. <laughs> now, why is that? Because, right, there are so many reasons because he is what I would like to call the Square Enix's uh, idiot, <laughs> idiosyncrasy character because basically he is pulling twee and sort of weirdness into a singularity it's like every single square game has to have that character and you know the one i'm talking about like mm. riku from final fantasy 10 the yep. like um trying to think of the funny weird one reno from final fantasy 7 it's just like a weird character who's weird for the sake of being weird and it just annoys me because it's just like you're an <laughs> idiot like and mm. i just think and i always think as well that mallow is related to the first boss on yoshi's island the big like cloud Things yes. that you you fight any, and I'm just like you're like I wish I could do that to Mallow. I wish I could just, just pick him apart piece by piece, tear him into chunks like garlic bread, throw him into the abyss. But apart from that, he's all right. So much passion. <laughs> Did anybody else hate Mallow? <laughs> I thought he was all right. <laughs> I spent half the game wondering how I'm going to tell him that he's not a frog. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he falls into a deep depression at the end. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to be a frog. I thought it was weird that I didn't have any legs and couldn't jump. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, as well as Mallow, uh, who really, despite Retro J's intense hatred, isn't that bad a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, There's, I, might well uh, add, I might as well add that he's the weakest in terms of stats across the entire thing, so get the hell out of my party. <laughs> <laughs> he is pretty weak. Um, no, he, no, no, also... no, 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 he's not pretty weak. He is the weakest. He is the weakest. Yeah. On every single front, everyone is better than him. There is no point to his existence. That's true, he, I didn't he's use He's an him. afterthought. There we go, he, he too agrees with me. In Full, full. Thank you for support, P2. No you problem. and I will go on the Mallow Hatred Party. <laughs> I did not use him. Actually, the second I could get rid of him, I did get rid of him. So maybe I do hate him too, and I never realized it. There you go. It's true. I hate Mallow. That's how it starts. There we go. There's no going back. <laughs> That's funny. Um, and as well, other than Mallow. <laughs> <laughs> There's a character, his name is Gino. Any thoughts on Gino? We used to call him <laughs> Geno when we were kids. Geno, we did, yeah. Him. yeah. As kids, we called him Geno. Because yeah. um, apparently we had no idea how to read. I liked Gino. <laughs> I, uh, I used him for my party the entire time that I had him. 
Yeah, let's talk about party makeup. Uh, uh, when you were playing through, um, we'll go. Uh, we'll start with James. What was your your main staple of a party makeup? What three characters did you use the most? Uh, I think that well, because I really just got to the point where I uh, got Peach in my party, but I think that at this point it'd probably be mostly Mario, Gino, and Bowser. You know. Ah, that's the right. heavy firepower option. Yeah, yeah, but I would probably want a healer too, so probably Peach replacing Gino once in a while. Yeah. That uh, myself, I went, uh, I went with uh, Mar- with Mario and Gino, and I kept, I always kept a healer in there. I'm not going to talk about which healer I used because I don't want to, I don't want to cause any uh, anger. <laughs> but uh, Princess Peach could slap Mallow into submission. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually liked Mallow, and he was weird, but I thought it was cute the way he would sort of hover above his legs to cast a spell, <laughs> and uh, that's really the reason I kept him in the party, because I just liked, I liked watching him hover. I liked that animation. <laughs> what about you, Andrew? What was your main party makeup? Uh, I pretty much went with uh, Mario, Bowser, and Princess Peach. Okay, so you went for the, uh, the AoE heels of Peach there. Pretty much. That's a pretty good setup. I went with... Yeah. Uh, Gino, Bowser, and Mario, but uh, if I hadn't, I would have gone with what Andrew did. Yeah. Just didn't need the heels. Jay, I'm going to assume you went uh, Mario and just Mallow? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just, just the two of us. Uh, no, it was uh, Mario, Gino, Bowser. It's just like the heavy hitter squad. Yeah, yeah. You want to done, you want, want done quick, and, quick damage straight off the bat. That's right. Yeah, that's what uh, that was P2's reason for. Because we had talked about it before, what, what uh, party makeup he was using, and he said that, and I was like, "How do you stay alive?" Because for me, where I always had a healer, and apparently I had the weakest healer and the weakest character, bar none, um, in my group. <laughs> I couldn't figure out why fights were taken. So, like, even just random uh, random mobs that I would hit along the way, it was uh, the fights would take a very long time, and I couldn't figure out how he was staying alive. And he he told me just that the straight offensive weaponry was uh, was the way to go. Mm-hmm. But I don't ever trust him, and I never listen to what he says, so I continued <laughs> to keep my little Mallow with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's the characters. And I like that they used characters we knew, and I'm glad they didn't force-feed too many choices on us. Like, they could have thrown in a Toad, they could have thrown in Luigi, um, and I'm glad they didn't force too many on them. Having in the new characters uh, was was good as well. Because you don't want it to feel old hat, you know. You you want to have a little bit of a difference there. And Square obviously wanted to put their spin on things with their weirdo characters. <laughs> <laughs> Never to be um, seen again. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, that's something we should talk about. How I guess because Square owns them, we never really do get to see those characters again, do we? No, yeah, they never make an appearance in any of the Mario Karts or any uh, yeah. Mario parties or uh, even the Smash Brothers games. M- Mallow and Gino are. One-shot wonders. Yeah, I remember Gino being in Superstar Sega for a minute, but I can't remember why. Hmm. Hmm. But then at the end, they had to say that this character is owned by Square. Oh, wow. But anyway. Okay, so that's the characters. Did anyone else find Bowser's reason for joining the party incredibly weak? I mean, I know we should be, like, giving it a bit of a leniency towards the, the story of this, because it is, it is quite fantastical. I mean, I've personally never been to a castle that's been hit by a giant sword falling from Sky Road. Yet. But I'm just thinking <laughs> that, like, like uh, Mallow's reason for joining Mario, some dude stole his coin. Fair enough. 
things yeah. get a bit tenuous when he gets to Gino when he's just like, I'm a doll, I'm alive, can I come with you? And it's like, yeah, all right, <laughs> fine, fair enough. Bowser, his one made no sense. It was just sort of like, <laughs> I found Peach, you found Peach, I'm going to knock a door down, I'm joining you. What is, what is going on? Like, that, that, that makes us a step up, Bowser. What's what, take back up? What's what's your real reason to join us? Uh, a bit bored. Plus all of his troops died. All of his troops died. He had about three rows of units, didn't he? He had three columns of units, and I was like, oh, he's got a nice little impressive army. They'll probably get to fight them at some point. Not going to happen because he kills Not them a all. Terrible life kills. But I think that's why he had to join them. He had three. Remember, he had three columns, and then the next time we see him, he only had two columns, and then he had none. So they had. He had to say or bring Mario on as his new troop. That group was his new troop, right? That's what he says. Anyway. It's like Mario. If you were if you were in Mario's position, you'd be like, ah, right, okay. So my arch nemesis has now told me that I now work for him. How about? No, no. <laughs> That's true. How about, how about you two yeah. take your problems about getting your house back, <laughs> shove them up your ass. <laughs> What's that, Bowser? Nowhere to live? Bummer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> join that. Join the what is it? Thirty-three percent of American population. Enjoy. That. <laughs> I don't think it's thirty-three percent. That seems like a huge amount of homeless That's people. A large amount. <laughs> I, to be honest. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All of our listeners are furiously Googling what the American uh, unemployment rate is. <laughs> God, like, Retro J on The Economist is sort of like, there's 33% unemployment. What are you going to do about it, Mr. Obama? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Bowser, yeah, about, uh, he was, he had no choice. And he, he kept trying to make it seem like he was, uh, it was his to call. Like, Mario, I'm joining your party and I'm in charge now. And Mario, I think they were trying to show us that Mario is the way that people should be, maybe. You know, be accepting and kind and forgiving. I would never do that. Um, I'm, I'm with you. I would say tough shit. Uh, I hope you enjoy trying to get your castle back from that giant sword on your own. I've got my boy Gino here, my girl Peach, and no one else. And I'm going to... <laughs> and I'm going to go do my thing. Yeah, see you around, see Bowser. Yeah. Maybe I can have a new arch nemesis. I'll give Ward a call see what he's up to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, now that the dream. <laughs> the writing for Bowser was really good, though. Like, I enjoyed every single line of dialogue that he had. I just thought it was brilliant because it was like a false bravado that came on. Yeah. And I was like, that's quite nice to see him like that. I enjoyed having him in my party because of things like Like, did you guys find the, uh, the chain chomp? In um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, what's yeah. the oh, yeah. was boomers, boomers or bouncers Booster. or something like that? What's... Booster, Booster yep. that was it. And it's like had that little line of dialogue where it's like, turn away, she's shy, and then it turns around and he's and it just like he unhooks yeah. her and he's like whirling her around. And I was like, <laughs> it's like what the hell just happened there? What did he just do? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, baby. Let me just get this chain right here. <laughs> yeah, I, I did like that. I agree. Um, even before he joins the party, when he's sort of talking to himself, he's like, get it together, Bowser. Come on. <laughs> yeah. They uh they did that really well. Square, I mean, they do they do stories so well. Or they yeah. did in the Super Nintendo generation anyway. Mm. Um and they're we'll actually we'll get Final Fantasy ten to thirteen to a pass. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm looking forward <laughs> to getting ten returns. another shot when it comes out in H D. Yeah, me too actually. I'm gonna pick that up. Um I really wanna like we, it. You can watch 
So you can watch that awkward life laughing scene in HD. <laughs> I tried. They did do audio though. That was... They did do voiceovers. So I'm hoping. Yeah, they did. That was the that was the time that I realised that you couldn't skip the cutscenes. I was like, oh god, oh god, <laughs> I, oh god, I have to watch this. Oh, that's <laughs> so that's yeah. that's the that's like you hear that laugh every time you try to go to sleep. <laughs> that, um, I actually for a, for a time I did actually have that laughing segment as my alarm in the mornings because there was no, no way that I was going to let that go for more than two seconds. I had to get up. Like, that's cool. So that driving you insane. <laughs> yeah, I did. I love it. it's almost like the morning was mocking me. <laughs> that's funny. That's the uh, that's the characters that you can play as. They're the ones you can have in your party. But there's also uh, other Nintendo characters that are hidden throughout the game that you never get to talk or you never get to play as, but you can see them. Um, the only one I managed to find because apparently I was terrible at hide-and-seek as a child and still am as an adult, <laughs> was uh, Link sleeping in Rosetown, I believe it was. Yeah. Mm. I found an 8-bit Mario in Booster's Palace. And I just oh, yes. Yep. Yeah, I found that too. But uh, yeah. I too missed out on finding Samus. <laughs> yeah, Samus. Uh, even after... Cause on the Cartridge Bros forums at www.cartridgebros.ca... Uh, <laughs> where, don't worry, you don't have to sign up for the new username because you can use your Google account, which you already have, oh because God. YouTube made you get one. Um, <laughs> you can, uh, uh, Dean, uh, Dean Lasagna from Round 2 Gaming posted this, like, step-by-step instructions on how to see Samus, and I still, useless. No <laughs> idea. <laughs> we should uh, um, congratulate Dean this episode on his marriage, by the way. We should, yeah. Dean, uh... Dean is right now, as we speak, somewhere very warm down south with his lovely fiance, who at this point might be his bride, and they are getting married. Hey, awesome. Congrats to Dean. Yeah. Congrats. Hmm? He's getting his very own chain chomp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dean wrote his own vows, and that's one of them. Don't look, she's shy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, what other what other hidden characters were there? P um, two, I know you found a lot of them. Uh, Samus Link. There, um, there was the Captain Falcon um, racers down in the volcano. But yeah, that was the only ones that I found. Cool. Did, Anybody uh, else find any uh, others? Well, kind of like the lookalike ones that you sort of they're like pseudo cameos, aren't they? Because um, gorillas uh, look like Donkey Kong. Oh yeah, that that's was true. Pretty much, that was the, pretty much the extent of it. That apart from the ones that you've mentioned, I didn't know that Link was in this. I didn't find him. Yeah, yeah. You it's, if you stay the night at the inn in Rosetown, you wake up and he's asleep in the bed next to you. And then there was that cool. totally subtle Donkey Kong uh, barrel room. Yeah. yeah. True. True. Yeah. Something uh, something about this game that I really enjoyed was that um, a lot of RPG fit players know that early RPGs, when you're in the overworld, you're walking and you don't see monsters. You just, the screen flashes and you're in a fight. But this was, I believe, mm. was one of the first to incorporate actually seeing physical manifestations of the monsters and that you could walk into them and then fight them. Mm. And it even, when it happened, 
it did, I don't remember it taking off right away uh, from this game. It wasn't until years later that uh, that that trend in RPGs actually uh, picked up, and I really like it because I I don't think there's anything more frustrating than trying to run away from the Mako reactor before it explodes and seeing a clear path, and then all of a sudden I'm in a fight. Oh god! <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not before or after Final Fantasy Mystic Quest, because that had that too. We saw the mm-hmm. enemy. Oh, did it? That's a good it question. Did. Which was first? It did. Also, Chrono Trigger did too. Yeah. Huh. Well, I guess I'm an idiot. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I said one of the first. Yeah, that's right. It is one of the first. Only fair. Most people don't want to remember Mystic Quest. I mean, I'm like <laughs> the one guy who likes it. <laughs> This quest okay. <laughs> Maybe we got partially informed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cartridge Bros, for all of your pseudo-gaming information. <laughs> um, another gameplay mechanic that I, I thought was really cool when I first saw it, and then afterwards hated it uh, mercilessly, was the timing of hitting the the attack button That's to the either boost your attack or uh, boost your defense. Because I think I was able to successfully increase my defense twice. <laughs> uh, weak, weak. It was a lot harder to do on defense than it was for offense. Yeah. Mm. Was there any tricks to it? Like, uh... Uh, just timing it right and not messing up. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Not, not, not sucking at the game? Yeah, you should work on that. <laughs> That's the best a lot part of trouble. Of I had a lot of trouble with that in the bosses. Mm. Bosses were hard. Yeah. 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 The bosses actually really kicked your ass if you weren't prepared for them. Because it's like I'm I, the, going back to you saying that the um, enemies were just freely available to engage. Now I thought that that was, like you said, great because it allowed you to pick your battles and really sort of made you feel like it was a bit of a living world that you're in, sort of thing. But on the downside, if you're like me and I didn't really sort of pay it too much heat, I was like <laughs> jumping over stuff, avoiding fights because I was like, oh, that's fine. I'll just get to, get to the next bit. And because I wasn't leveled up, the bosses just hammered you if you don't have the right skills in some places. Like, do you remember the yeah. first cr- first time you fight Croc or whatever his name is? Mm-hmm. He, was an, he was an absolute dick if you don't uh, get to at least sort of level like four or five at the time. I just went in there and just got my ass handed to me and I was like, well, thanks a bunch. Thanks for the warning. Didn't know this was even going to be a boss fight. Yeah. yeah. I lost a character in that fight. I actually think I was just down to him and Mallow when he finished him off. So yeah, Mallow saves the day. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> Much lost then, because if, if you have Mallow only, that's, that's just game over apparently. In, in actual, you might as well be in dead. actuality. Yeah, a little message <laughs> pops up just saying, "Really? You want to carry on? Like, you might. We can just reset this if you want." No more. All this mallow hate. <laughs> you just get down to mallow, and then the screen just starts slowly going black, and you hear rain. <laughs> I'm gonna have a mallow poster on the wall behind me in my next video. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was terrible. I couldn't do it. Uh, it's good to hear that you guys all had much better success with it. And I do I do know what Jay is talking about because I would avoid the monsters as well. Because I would say, I'm just going to race ahead and find the next thing and I'm going to be able to plow through this because, you know, it's a Super Nintendo game and I'm, I'm good at games. And then, <laughs> much like Jay, I would get my ass handed to me. Um, the Mirage boss, I think his name mm-hmm. was the, the, the mushrooms who were all apart and then came together for the fifth star. Mm-hmm. He... It was it was maddening. Like I was cruising along at a good click there before my sale, and 
Um, I came up to him and I was like, I'm going to beat this guy and I'm going to move on. I'm going to get six stars before I go sail and things are going to be great. And I must have fought him for two hours. And uh, it was, I could not, I couldn't beat him. And I was, and, and I said to myself after I shut it off and, you know, rage quit, I was like, if I had just spent those two hours grinding, I would be able to beat him handily. <laughs> yeah. He was a tough boss, though. He was. But uh, I think the first boss that ever gave me trouble was the that flower one that kept turning you into a mushroom. I don't know if anybody had that problem. Mm. But it was mm. the, I didn't die, but it was the closest I came to dying. There was a, a ring you could get or a trinket that uh, True form wouldn't thing. allow him to change you. Yeah. Right. But, so I just put that on. But also you knew yeah, that, like immediately. that before, you, before you got into that fight, you, you knew that you needed to put that on. Well, I only had the two trinkets, so somebody was wearing it anyway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, sorry. And I was like, oh, I'm quite brilliant. Well done, me. Well done. <laughs> oh, my. You really did run through it. <laughs> oh, man, I was flying. Like, I, was, I spent most of the month in and out of harbor, so I had to get through as fast as I could. True enough. So uh, I didn't have a lot of time to play through. And I actually, because of that, I hate to say it, I didn't, I didn't actually beat it. I only, I only got... Um, to four and a half stars because I didn't that boss when he that was the last one I uh, attempted um, so I'm, I'm kind of uh, letting the club down here I guess but uh, okay. I'm okay with it because it's my club so I'll do what I want <laughs> <laughs> I didn't end up um, beating it either honestly really? <laughs> oh no did yeah, anybody I got the, uh, sorry go ahead Andrew it's fine I got to the last boss and uh, ended up getting game over around 1am last night I'm like well that's that done <laughs> <laughs> close enough but um, did anybody beat uh, Kulex or Kulex, whatever his name is? Which one was that again? He's a secret boss. He's like a Final Fantasy boss. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't even find that. Uh, it was the first time I beat him. I couldn't beat him when I was a kid, so I was really happy to go back and kick his ass. <laughs> He's the one that is literally looks like a direct rip from a Final Fantasy series, isn't it? He is. And it plays Final Fantasy music when you fight him and everything. And ah, yes. Him, it has the fanfare music. <laughs> Yeah, he was tough, but I beat him. Which they totally didn't do later similarly in Kingdom Hearts with Sephiroth. Right, <laughs> right, that's true. Not similar at all. <laughs> Is the Kingdom Hearts so series any good, Andrew? Uh, sorry, Jay. Because I, I know um, P2 bought the uh, the HD collection there and hasn't opened it yet. But uh, I was wondering if it was any good. So is it something I should look into? Yeah, um, it's a pretty good series. Some people don't like it as much. It's not the best RPG in the known universe, but it is really fun. It's nice to see all those characters. Hmm. Maybe I will have to look I into would, that. If you, I would, I would agree that it is actually a really good series. Uh, the first probably hour and a half of the first game will probably make you cringe quite a lot. <laughs> it's it's a little bit strange because it's a lot of like dialogue Disney princesses and quite forced square cameo stuff and it's a bit like yeah. oh is this going to work is this going to work and then you get into that gummy ship and you're like oh this is quite awful but then it gets really good towards the end <laughs> gummy ship and then it's right. and then in, in the second in the second one that just lost me the plot whew, over my head done <laughs> still a good game though kind of that series yes, kind of got a little, kind of alluded a little later on. Actually, not that much later on. Pretty quickly. <laughs> I've never been able to get into Kingdom Hearts. I mean, I've wanted to, but it's just like the idea of combining Square and Disney. I mean, those are two things that I love up until about 10 years ago. Uh, I mean, When you before... stopped loving Square but continued loving Disney, right? 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't like recent Disney movies. It's like sort of uh, like after about 2000, they stopped making them as good. Same with Square. Mm-hmm. I think. It's like you're combining, I guess, I'd say strawberry ice cream and bacon, two things that are great on their own, <laughs> but you put them together, disgusting. I mean, I could find <laughs> it. I'd, I'd, I'd kind of guess that combination wouldn't be great. <laughs> yeah. That's a great analogy. I like that. I like that. Yeah. It is. <laughs> so, they're, so you said they're good. Uh, or you tried to get into it, but you couldn't. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I couldn't get into them. I actually never played one. It's just the idea. I, I might have to force myself to sit down with one of them at some point, but you know, at the moment, I just haven't yet. If you had a DS, if you have a DS, I hear that 358 divided by two days is the uh, the way to go. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which ones are in the uh, HD? I know it's one, and then they're um, yeah, they're uh, it's one the uh, remix of that, the uh, final remix or whatever it was called, with uh, more similar controls to Kingdom Hearts Two, which is fantastic. <laughs> Controlling the camera with L and R one is not great. <laughs> but um, they have that and um, a remake of the PSP game, Birth by Sleep, and a, thankfully, movie of 358 Days. So you don't oh, actually have to play it. <laughs> cool. That's good to know. Good starting point for anyone curious about the series. That's good to know. Hey, I'm going to look into that. I'm going to probably borrow your copy, P2, before I invest in my own. Sounds good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so back to Super Mario RPG, the uh, right. the central focus of this episode. Right. Um, that is the great thing. We made the decision after last month because the last in last month's episode it was Silent Hill two, and we had so much fun talking about thing. We had fun talking about the game as well. We had so much fun talking about other topics uh, other than the game that we decided from now on that we're not going to just strictly keep it to the game chat. Which I wish we had decided in the first episode because I ended up cutting out a lot of golden stuff. <laughs> um, that wasn't that wasn't immediately related to a link to the past that I still have on my computer and I listen to, but will never be released for any of the public. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, these little these little minor divergences now are they're, reckon, they're good. Do you reckon it's gonna be it's gonna make it onto a sort of special playlist like when <laughs> you're like play, <laughs> when when yeah when you're like sort of like ridiculously famous? It's like and now for a little tidbit, a little <laughs> podcast that I used to do back in the day, Cartridge Bros. <laughs> The Lost Episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it would just be like, tons of people just go like, well, actually, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, Okay, so yeah, back to Super Mario RPG. Um, oh. What, what are some lasting impressions? What's What stood out for you? And it, although there was no more in the Super Mario RPG series, Nintendo did carry on with the Mario and Luigi RPG series. And I, I feel like Super Mario RPG was sort of like the seed from which that flower bloomed. <laughs> um, <laughs> so did did playing this make you want to play any more of the Mario RPG games? And did you like this game? We'll start with, uh, I don't care, Richard J. Let's go with you. Did you? <laughs> 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 what, 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 what stood out for you, and did it make you want to play anything else, uh, any, any other uh, RPG games in the, the Mario world? Okay, well, I'll give you a sort of, like, brief rundown of sort of everything that I felt as I was playing it. Uh, if I was trying to put myself in the mindset of... Uh, the time when this was released, the graphics were fantastic and still are very impressive for what was, you know, quite a limited console at the time because, I mean, it felt, it did feel 3D even though, you know, it was that pseudo fake D where it's fixed camera angles and things like that. I did really enjoy that. I really enjoyed dialogue, the story, which we've already covered, but I don't think I love this game. 
I just think I liked it because there were a lot of things that did draw me out of it. Little like the uh, the planes in which you could walk around, having those just solid color backgrounds down the bottom like, around it when you hit the edge was a bit sort of like jarring at first. I didn't really like that. The combat while fun was frustrating sometimes with difficulty spikes and you know um, some inconsistencies as to I had no idea what the spell did for most of the characters you just had to cast it and find out which I hate doing mm. which should be always be a little description of what you do um, agreed and I, do agree. yeah and I found that I that the enemy types brilliant I like the different variety and they could definitely tell some square influence in there the sound I actually really didn't like the soundtrack for this none of what? the songs I felt actually mm. actually fit the tone I just don't no. think that they did and yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's an opinion. It's an opinion. And <laughs> and finally, and most importantly of all, fuck that 3D maze in its face oh. because that was without a doubt the most obtuse and annoying part of the game. And I literally quit and did not finish it because I got to that point and I couldn't do it. I was just like, fuck it, fuck it. <laughs> this game wants to this, this this game wants to test my patience. Boom, off you go. What maze? The 3D the maze. 3D maze in, uh, in the booster shower. God, that was a pain in the ass. I quit on that no. too. I it was annoying. Right. The best thing was the best thing was as futile as I knew it was. I looked up a video on YouTube of how to do it, and the best <laughs> part is is that none of the videos I could find had people talking. So it was just That's a scream, funny. just sort of like, and you could just hear this like, bloop, 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 bloop. and I was like, I was like, well, I know he's jumping. I know he's jumping. This totally <laughs> tells me where he is in this invisible section. <laughs> you didn't even need to do it though. You could have skipped it. And there was, and there, and there, was a, there was a comment. What? Yeah, you didn't need to do that. That was just a, a helpful hint. No, you had to. You couldn't skip that because I remember hating that maze. You could skip it. That was just how to get. No, hit, no, how to skip no, P two, P two. You are you are seriously joshing me right now. You I, are pulling I, my I, prosthetic I, leg. What are you all doing? Six of those rooms. You didn't have to do any of them. You could just go in and oh put in the code. My, yes. Oh my god! <laughs> I took way too long figuring out that code, even with almost all the hints. I had. <laughs> I was thinking way too hard. I think I couldn't get it either. I had it was. I had to go back and do one letter at a time, and go back and ask the guy how many I had right. I just couldn't get it. <laughs> yeah, I kept going back as I get to. I re- I actually realized the password while I was making a joke about it. I'm like, oh god damn it! <laughs> it was I googled so it. Simple. Still took- I googled the answer and it still took four attempts to enter it right. <laughs> oh boy! I can't believe uh, you know what you could avoid that maze and that, yep. I agree with Jay. That maze made me homicidal. Uh, it was aggravating. It was. But uh, I wrote three hate mail letters to Square. I did anybody agree. else actually finish that maze? I I, 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 I did finish it. Me too. But I didn't want to. Bloody hell. <laughs> yeah, I just skipped out on that noob. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But uh, most importantly, how could you not like the soundtrack, Jay? <laughs> that soundtrack is amazing. The Force Maze right. song alone. <laughs> mm. There was one song that I didn't like in there, and it was the um, Tadpole Island or whatever. It just seemed really mm. kind of shrill with the whistle that the um, the whistling in the background. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the song itself wasn't bad, but that was just way too loud. Mm. Yeah, and then you go talk to the music guy, and it's just that by itself. I just, I, felt that the, I just felt that the the score to this game was something that was 
drafted by Nintendo and presented to Square rather than the other way round. I feel like there was <laughs> Nintendo's dirty little finger marks all over it because it was like, <laughs> it has to be happy and bouncy. And it's like, yes, okay, but you have to be able to show, like, the depressing stuff. And Square does depressing music excellently. I mean, you listen to the Final Fantasy VII as a soundtrack alone. It's an orchestral masterpiece. They do. But... Oh, yeah. And they proved it in Final Fantasy VI, mm. and pretty well, all of the Final Fantasies had pretty decent music, uh, getting better, but I just felt that this was that sort of, it was the kid's version, and I know obviously it's a kid's game. Right. Well, it's this the kid's version by, of it, and uh, I... Ui Matsu, this was by that, the one that did the Street Fighter Two soundtrack, actually. But that's... Oh, God, God. It didn't feel Street, like a Street Fantasy. <laughs> Street yeah. Fighter Two. the only song that was good on that was Guile's theme. <laughs> but it was pretty good, I thought, though. So, what was that? Love that soundtrack. Yeah, what was, sorry, what was that, James? Uh, I thought Candy theme to Street Fighter was good. Uh, but, uh, oh, yeah. Ken, <laughs> I always liked Ken's theme, even after I figured out it was a ripoff of a cheap trick song off of the Pat Down well, I don't want to say whether or not Jay is right or whether or not P2 is right. Well, I'm right. Oh, P2's but... right. P2's right. P2 is right, but then he, that means that he's also right about how much Mallow sucks. But I'm just going to say it. Oh, <laughs> you know what? I'll, I'll work with that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was too happy for Jay. He was hoping for more of a story like The Road. <laughs> oh, yes. If, if they had made Super Mario RPG The Road, I would have loved it. Oh, man. It's like the, cri- the crippling depression, and like Mallow looks yeah. at you every once in a while and says, "Mario, I'm hungry." And Mario has nothing to say other than he looks in his backpack, realizes he's got one tin of beans left, and the selfishness yeah. takes over. He looks into his eyes and says, "We've got no food left." But secretly, late at night, he's eating those beans, keeping himself alive while Mallow shrivels into a husk and dies in front of him. <laughs> yeah, that was on. That's in the director's edition. <laughs> I'm gonna get my modding mates onto this and make Super Mario RPG the, the, the sort of the road edition. <laughs> that would be fantastic. It does sound. Amazing. Bowser's a cannibal. He, that's why his troops keep going down because he's eating them. Uh, <laughs> and the final bosses. I feel it happening. They have to come to, um, the final bosses, they have to come to terms with the fact that they can't win, and the overwhelming depression is what kills them. <laughs> Music's good. <laughs> uh, what, about, what about you, James? What are some what's some lasting imp- impressions from you? What really stood out from the game? Give us uh, give us like your own give us a review on the game from your point of view. I really liked uh, the fact that it was a very simple kind of bare bones RPG uh, because I really don't always need a super complicated game in that genre. I mean, it's nice to sometimes play games like this or Final Fantasy Mystic Quest which are kind of dumbed-down RPGs. So I'll also say this one doesn't manage to be just flat-out insulting to your intelligence like Mystic Quest was. Mm-hmm. I mean, the point of that game was pretty much just a bunch of Japanese game developers saying, uh, those stupid round eyes don't know RPGs. Uh, just give them this thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But yeah, uh, I uh, like the, the music in the game, but I don't think it was particularly anything extremely memorable. Um, I also just... I, I love the game, but 
really the only nitpicks I have was the soundtrack was a little forgettable and that time hitting thing. I figured it out, but it still kind of annoyed me. And I think that's because I sort of remember that being in Final Fantasy VIII with Squall's Gunblade. Mm. And anything that reminds me of Final Fantasy VIII is like a Vietnam flashback for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you got Fairwater Revival mm. playing in the background as I'm just talking like, oh, okay. And then and then the, the sorceress threw that bicycle at him, and it was just so stupid. <laughs> I want to know have you ever seen the rain and uh, all my relatives who are actually in Vietnam look at me like what the hell is your problem <laughs> it's a stupid game like have you played it have you ever looked into a man's eyes and you killed him no but I've seen a game I like the next time somebody asks you that like about the looking into the eyes, just stare at them and just say, "Let's find out." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I really did like the game. I didn't get the chance to finish it, um, but I, I would. I'm probably going to try to get it done by the end of the year, probably. Um, I might even actually buy it on the Wii Virtual Console just just to have it on there. So, yeah, I, yeah. I, I liked it. Yeah, I did. I, I, if it was. I wish the Wii Virtual Console would just carry over to the Wii U Virtual Console because I'm terrified that if I buy it on the Wii Virtual Console at some point uh, I'm not going to have a Wii hold anymore on, and then I'm not going to have uh, it. The Wii U and the Wii are are separate entities? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's Because I would buy I would have I would have bought it on the Virtual Console as well. I really... I really like uh, virtual consoles, especially for going back and playing older games. And when we talk about next month's game, that's actually the method I'll be using to play it. Um, but before that, I want to find out what Andrew thought uh, of Super Mario RPG. Yeah, a lot of stuff was already covered, but uh, I really liked the mood of it. I just thought the art and everything was really good. And um, the soundtrack, well, not the best, it was really good. Just for the mood of it, I liked how it went with it, except for that Tad Bull Island theme. But, um, <laughs> and, uh, I didn't mind the, uh, timed hitting thing. I thought it was a good idea. Not the best executed, but, yeah, I just really liked the game. Excellent. Mm. Um, I'm glad you guys all enjoyed it, except for Jay, who hated Mallow, hated the music, wishes the game was darker, and <laughs> apparently just, you know, next month we're going to have to pick Amnesia. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy, enjoy, happy, happy, enjoy, enjoy. <laughs> Mate, this is actually revealing some sort of psychological issues I may have where I may only be happy when I'm sad. <laughs> in our first episode, you said you were only happy when you're playing video games, and even now, apparently, that's not cutting it anymore. The video games have to be as depressing as your regular everyday life. I will, I will I'll go out on a limb and say that, actually, like I say, I did really enjoy this game, but I don't know, like, can, can you guys say that, I mean, I never played it as a kid, so it doesn't hold that nostalgic value for me, really. Hmm. So I think that that is, like, obviously this whole podcast uh, affair is that it is about sort of reliving the experiences and coming in from a brand new one after I've played stuff like Vagrant Story, after I've played all of the Final Fantasy series, after I've played better Mario games, it's just like, yes, yeah, it's just a nice mashup, but it's just, it's a light version of everything else, isn't it? Yeah, that's a good point. It could have been... Vagrant Story. Um, 
It, it, it could have been more, and I agree. I don't. Sorry, I don't sorry, have the. Sorry, who who laughed at Vagrant Story about that? I'm, no, I think was... I'm comparing Mario RPG to Vagrant Story. You're right. It's it's a light version of Vagrant Story. <laughs> <laughs> a very light version. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, I do. Tits, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, didn't, I don't remember having a nostalgia with it as well, and to be honest, I, I can't make any comment on the music because uh, I had it on for the first five minutes, and then I listened to uh, Backlog of the Rad Rascals podcast for the rest of the time that I played, <laughs> so I don't even know what most of the music sounds like. Um, P2's the music guy, I let him make all those decisions, he tells me it was good, I assume it was good. It was good. But now I can't and my phone's ringing. Story. <laughs> hey, no. Let's listen, let's listen in. Yeah, no, it's not. I'm not answering that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was. I didn't have that, like, like you said, Jay. I, I was looking at it sort of from a fresh point of view, and I did enjoy it, and it was light. And I think that's partially why I tried to rush through it because it felt like I should be able to rush through it because of the fact that it didn't have the the depth and the substance as some of the RPGs I played now. And I also I can see what James is saying how it's nice to have that lighter version. You know what I mean? It's like uh, it's an RPG light almost. Something you can you can pick up and play with and have fun, and you don't have to worry about you know developing an eighty-five tier crystarium. So, uh... oh dear God, more nap, back. back. <laughs> uh, it's yeah. a very good starter RPG for people that haven't really gotten into the genre. Yeah, that's and that's I think that's a good way to look at it. And yeah. back then, that's I mean, it's sort of what it was. Nintendo was branched because Nintendo was always they always had the SquareSoft RPGs and they were great. But they by branching in with Mario, they were maybe trying to open up the RPG genre to another market. And uh, due to the fact that they decided they didn't want to use CDs for the N sixty four, we never really mm-hmm. got to see how far that fully developed. And uh, I think maybe that I don't know. I, I liked it. I did enjoy the game. Uh, I liked as much as I played. Um, but it was I do it did lack the substance. I agree with Jay on that one hundred percent. And I do agree with James that sometimes that's good to have. And in this case, it was because it had been a deep RPG. I would have been screwed and wouldn't have got any time. <laughs> um, I do feel bad he, though because it's like P two. It sounds like we're ragging it. on this game. I know <laughs> that he loves it, but it's like he loves it's, it. <laughs> but it's like what makes it so special for you? I don't know what it is. I I found the story to be humorous. You know, it was an entertaining RPG. It definitely was not Vagrant Story, which was an amazing game. But it's, it's its own thing, I think, and I don't think I've seen anything quite like it. Even with the Paper Mario series, it has never really got up to this quality. Um, but that's just what I think. And you know what, though? I, I am looking at it through, you know, and the stars. Yeah, like, I, I have to admit it. I, I loved it when I was a kid, mm. and, and I know that has definitely had a part in it. But yeah, I've just always had a soft spot for it. I don't know what it is. I wonder. Oh, I had a train of thought there, and then I started looking at the waveforms on the, the on uh, GarageBand here, and I completely lost my track. Um, had the train of thought, and then it just derailed immediately. Yeah. I was like, "Hey, look, that's what my voice looks like." Oh, actually, that, was, that, was a, that, that was a very fun part of the game, I thought, where I wasn't expecting all those little mini games to be chucked in, and yeah. I actually quite, actually quite like them. A few of them were a bit obtuse in their sort of um, mm. controls. But I actually really enjoyed the fact that it wasn't just walk here, fight that, walk there, jump. It's sort of like it did actually throw in quite mm. a few different sort That's of uh, mini games. Yeah. And like um, uh, the first time that you went underground and you run through what looked like Bowser's castle. 
Um, I'm trying to think of it. It had like fireballs coming up. It had little death pits with lava. Yeah, that's right. I was like, I was like that bit there. I really enjoyed like more than I should have because I was like, yeah, it's like playing real Mario sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, was... and you hit a fireball and you're in a battle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're like, oh, it's like, oh, okay, gone. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I just, I remembered what it was. Uh, something you said there, P two. You said it was happy. It was a, a brighter RPG. I and I personally, right now, can't think of. And I want to know if any of you can. Can you think of another RPG where the general tone was overall happiness? Because all of the ones that come to mind now are dreary. Hmm. Final Fantasy Quest is a little bit. Uh, I think Final Fantasy V is a little more upbeat than uh, your typical JRPG. But hmm. right now, that's all I'm coming up with. I can think of a couple that are on the lighter side, but nothing that's just yeah. overall light like Mario. Um, like the closest things I could think of would probably be the Kingdom Hearts initially, and um, Nino Kuni. Be another Nino one because the Ghibli. That's a good call. Yeah. That was very happy until, until... he killed his mother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's why I said generally happy, except for the whole yeah. next everything. Yeah, but the movie game itself, like the game yeah. Today, yeah, and that that even had sort of an uplifting beat because it was yeah. like, let's go fix broken hearts and everybody will be happy. And <laughs> here's my little red cape. Let's save all the depressed people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about Blue Dragon? Mm. You know what? I never Blue played Dragon, Blue Dragon. Blue Dragon was it was kind of upbeat, but I think it might have been more so for the fact that it was the art style done by the Dragon Ball Z character, so that everyone looked really just odd yeah. and funny, and I wanted to laugh at them rather than. <laughs> I just want to say Lost Odyssey is not a happy game. No. Just by the That was like that. Thousand years of depression. So uh would you would you recommend this game to uh, to others to play? Uh P two, I'm not gonna ask you, I know you would. Um, let's go uh, with Andrew first. Andrew, would you recommend others to play this? Yes, I would, especially if um, it's their first RPG or they aren't that into the genre, or if they're skeptical on the turn-based genre of games. It's mm-hmm. definitely a good starting point. Uh, Jay? Oh, sorry. I just cut off the rest of your answer. <laughs> That's fine. I was just going to say the uh, timed hits and the mini games definitely help with the pacing. Those games generally have slower pacing, and that kind of helps with that. Anyway, yeah. moving on. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> now, Jay. <laughs> I would recommend this game, but I would also hand the person that I'm recommending it to a copy of Vagrant Story and a copy of Chrono Trigger and a copy of Earthbound and then just say, there is a wide spectrum. Now you tell me if you think that Super Mario is the best one of those. And they'll look at me and they'll be like, "Why? I'm busy. I've got work to do. Deadlines. Why, why are you giving me games while I've got this deadline at work?" And I'll be like, "Shut up, Final Fantasy USA." Yeah. Yeah. Sir, could yeah. you take your seat, please, on the bus? We have to. I have to drive now. <laughs> these, these aren't these aren't even games, Jules. They're all the same DVD of the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and one copy of Aladdin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, now you tell me which hits home hardest. <laughs> Aladdin. <laughs> That's fantastic. And uh, James, would you recommend it to others? Uh, yeah, yeah, I would. But uh, like what Andrew said, uh, that it would be rec- he'd recommend it for uh, people just starting out with RPGs. Um, I think that 
yeah, I would, but there are other games I would also recommend before this one. Uh, like, maybe I would recommend some of the Final Fantasy games. Uh, but yeah, this one I think would be a good starting point. Well, it, it was a good starting point for people back then. But, I mean, I think so many people kind of got started with, like, Final Fantasy 7, 8, and 9. That, I mean, you, you don't really need something specifically designed for beginners to get you into it, I don't think. But, you don't. Now, this one was, you know, for the time, I think a great way to get into RPGs. But as for whether it's a good game, I would totally recommend it to somebody. But, again, there's like a $40, $50 price tag on it now for Luke's copy. So. It is expensive. Yep. Yeah, a lot of Super Nintendo RPGs are actually, um, but yeah, I would just say I don't know, buy it on Virtual Console, uh, download it on an emulator, you know. But yeah, yeah, I yeah. I would recommend the game. Hell, I'd like to actually get a copy of it myself, but you know, <laughs> an actual physical Super Nintendo copy. But yeah. we uh, P2, would you recommend the game? Um, okay, so <laughs> if you're a fan of Nintendo and you're a fan of Square RPGs, I would recommend it to you. And then if you're not, I would still recommend it to you. But you don't—it doesn't have to be a starter RPG. It's just an RPG that has a lot of fanfare towards Nintendo and Square together. Absolutely, kind of my take on it too. I think. Yeah, it's sort of like a nostalgia bomb. I would describe it as, you know. Yeah. I think it's probably better today than it might have been back then, you know, for somebody just somebody who loves Super Nintendo or games or Nintendo games in general, just playing it like, hell yeah, this is everything I want out of an RPG. I agree completely. From uh, we had a couple of people comment on the forums at www.cartridgebros.ca, <laughs> where you don't have to be doing it during the month. You can go back and make post comments on previous episodes, and you can also find out there how to be a guest on the Cartridge Club. But do you have to make an account <laughs> on the website to, to, to leave posts? No, you don't need to make an account, actually. You can sign in with your Google account, which you already have, because you uh, are signed up with YouTube. Oh, wow. <laughs> <Awesome>. um, <laughs> man. So uh <laughs> we had a couple of comments there on the uh on the on the YouTube uh, update ch- and, and stuff as well. I just want to go over those. So buried on Mars, who was in last month's episode, uh, yeah, last month's episode. Um he, this was his first time playing it as well, and uh he said that this was the f- that the game actually had him taking notes with a pen and paper and he couldn't remember the last time he had to do that. And uh it blew his mind that Square made this game for Nintendo. So uh, he said he was very glad that he was finally playing it. So it was his first time and he was really enjoying it as well. And uh, Dean Lasagna from Round 2 Gaming was playing with us as well. And Dean has a lot of comments on here. And he talks about all of the hidden uh, the hidden secrets and the, the things you can find. And if if anybody has a question for video games, um, and I know it's very easy to just Google things now, you should add Dean Lasagna on your uh, Twitter or f- follow him on YouTube because the man knows everything. And I don't know if he just Googles it and copy and pastes or not, but he he's like, people buried on Mars actually comes here and asks questions, and Dean answers the questions, and he's very in-depth. He's just very knowledgeable on games, and he is also is a fan of uh, Super Mario RPG. He told us uh, before he left to get married that this is actually his favorite game. Um, and if we didn't have such a scheduling conflict for this month, um, we would have tried to get him on as well to talk about it, because he loved it. And I'm sure when he hears... Uh, uh, Jay's opinion and, uh, <laughs> and some of my own that he's probably going to send us hate mail. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he liked it as well. And, 
yeah, so that's... I don't know, it was... I enjoyed the game. I would recommend it. Um, my girlfriend just started playing uh, Dream Team on the 3DS, and she really liked that. And if I pick up a Superboy, um, like I intend to, um, I recently saw um, 16-Bit Brit did a, uh, a review of that, and it, it looks fantastic. It's a hand, essentially a handheld Super Nintendo player. If I pick one of those up, I'll probably get her to play this as well, because I think she would like it. Um, yeah, and, I don't know. It's a good game. I liked it. Yeah, for all the bragging that I've done on it, it is actually a very good game, and it does reach the message of, like we said before, mixing of two genres, and it, it's a great game to play, and yeah. I do feel bad that I've just been ragging on it. I'm having PC sitting there at his, at his computer, hands folded, just going, I'm not going to talk to him no more. Yeah. And then Lasagna's just going to listen to the body, he's like, I'm sad now. Lasagna. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I've actually gotten four texts from player two. He says, "Can you edit out everything Jay has said?" Yeah. <laughs> it's like when, the, when the episode comes on, it's just going to be sort of like, "I think this game was fantastic," <laughs> <laughs> and like, yeah. sitting there, like nodding, like yes, yes. <laughs> uh, so I mean, we've all obviously been playing this game this month, but uh, I'm curious, what is everybody? Else, what what other games have you been playing? Um, James, what other other than Super Mario RPG, what else have you been playing this month? Because a lot of big games came out this month, and a lot of new systems. I actually just picked up a copy of the original Mass Effect. I'm playing through that again. My old copy's all busted and crashed, but this one has like a DLC added onto it. It's the Platinum Kit Edition, and I'm playing that a lot. I'm also kind of going back through my PS1 library. Um, played Spider-Man, which is really good. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm also trying to get a few RPGs in, but I don't really know if I'm going to have the time. But I was playing an Atlas RPG called Hoshigami, which is apparently like Final Fantasy Tactics, but mm. bullshit hard. Mm. Which uh, actually seems pretty fun. You know? Never heard of that. Yeah, it's kind of an obscure one. It's like the Atlas JRPG on the PS1 that people are like, just don't like. I don't know. Which is weird, because apparently people just seem to think they can't make a bad game, except for that one. <laughs> I'm always that guy who likes the thing everyone hates. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm hard pressed to think of an Atlas game that I've heard people say bad things about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess because it's hard and it's really just a blatant rip off of my fancy tactics. But I'm actually kind of enjoying it from what would like played of it. But you know. okay. So you didn't pick up, uh, obviously you didn't get a PS4 or an Xbox One then on launch day? No, no, I actually don't have the money for that right now. But uh, I kind of want to get like a, I'm aiming to get a Wii U for my birthday in February. But until then. We're coming back on the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not just the score grounding points. I actually really do kind of want one of those. Just, I don't know, just Bayonetta, stuff like that. Yeah. At, uh, it's my system of choice. What about you, Andrew? Uh, what have you? What other than Super Mario RPG? What have you been playing in the beautiful month of what month is this? November. Let's <laughs> <laughs> look at the calendar. Sorry, <laughs> uh, November. Anyway, um, I haven't been playing anything like new releases either. But I've been uh, playing a little bit of. Uh, I actually, for the first time, beat Super Castlevania Four oh, nice. on the Super Nintendo. Good effort. That's a good feat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> 
and my Super Nintendo has problems where I really need to clean it, but it like loses the color sometimes, and it was did it... that during the Dracula fight. I'm like, oh, this is lovely. Even if I Dracula without color detail is a little interesting. <laughs> you had a tweet out yesterday, <laughs> wasn't it? Hmm? I'm so rude. I don't care. You had a t- <laughs> you you put a tweet out. I think it was yesterday or yeah. today, and it was t- in or- rules to powering up my Super Nintendo. Turn on. Let's sit for 20 minutes to get color back. <laughs> yeah, <pretty much. laughs> I've never heard of like that. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't have the proper screw thing. Well, I do, but it freaking got shipped shipping here. But uh, I don't have the thing to open up the Super Nintendo to clean it. But, uh, I'm probably gonna end up borrowing one from my friend a little later. But um, other than that, I've been, I played a little bit of Lords of Shadow, but I kind of dropped that immediately. Not any problems with it, I just have problems sticking with one game sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also played a little bit of Batman Arkham City. Ooh, oh, I, I love Arkham City. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Oh, did you say Arkham City or the newest one? Is that the newest Arkham one? City, I was tackling some Riddler uh, trophies and such. Cool. Yeah, yeah. um... I uh, when you say Lords of Shadow, do you mean the uh, the PS3 Lords of Shadow? You're not talking about the oh, yeah, 3DS, yeah, the, the um, Castlevania Lords of Shadow on PS3. Yeah, yeah. I I'm with you. If if that game had been made and not labeled as a, a Castlevania game, I think I would have enjoyed it a lot more. But uh, they tied. I think they tied. I felt they tied too much religion into the Castlevania. Tried to force it into Castlevania for me, uh. and I didn't like it uh, as much. But I love the 3DS sequel, Lords of Shadow: Mirror of Fate. Hmm. Um, I've been that getting the really opposite good. from people. <laughs> yeah, and and that's because I initially I wasn't going to get it because it got such bad reviews, and then I checked it out because uh, I have this impulse that I have to buy things. Um, <laughs> so I and I really I really ended up enjoying it uh, a lot. I mean, actually, gonna, it's going to be probably one of the next games that uh, I do a review of. So hopefully, I can make it look good to somebody else yeah. um, I think and justify like, my purchase. I think people expected way too much out of it. And yeah. like um, more of an old school feel to it, rather than from whatever pretty much being Lord of Shadow, but sideways. <laughs> and yeah, and I actually felt that it it reminded me more of Symphony of the Night, um, to be honest, mm. it, uh, than it did Lords of Shadow. I, I I for me it was a complete one eighty in how I felt about that compared to Lords of Shadow, and I really really enjoyed playing through it. And there was a cool little uh, Easter egg in it uh, where you find this, there's the, you're in these sewer pipes underneath. You find the scroll on a body, and it says uh, the state the state of the pipes down here is atrocious, and it would drive even my brother Mario crazy. And I don't know what's going on with most of these mushrooms. None of them look edible at all. <laughs> <laughs> Those aren't mushrooms. Yeah, <laughs> a little too brown to be mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what Sorry, about, uh, what about... <laughs> it's okay. You can go there. I've cut you off like a hundred times tonight, and I feel don't really worry, bad for don't it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about all this. Sit back and say nothing. Yeah, I'm gonna see how your IP one. I'm just not gonna speak. <laughs> uh, what about you, Jay? What have you been playing this month? Uh, this month, uh, because I've been away in Amsterdam for a little bit, I've been doing a bit more handheld gaming than I'm used to. So I've been playing on Pokemon Conquest, which is a fantastic game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've also been playing on Professor Layton, and I think it's called Pandora's. Box or the Curse of the Curious Village, one of one of those two. It's the Mrs. Mrs. It's the girlfriend's game, and I just played on it. It's pretty <laughs> good. Uh, and when I've been back home, I managed to get out a solid round of Mario Party Two with uh, Mark today for TFU. Nice. And what else have I been doing? Are uh, you still friends after that? <laughs> it came close. It came close to blows <laughs> because it was like 
Right, I'll set the scene for you because basically I was in the lead by three stars and I was like, well, just cruising. And he basically just went around this one area of the map and he kept on getting a golden mushroom and just kept on going around and buying the stars off me. And I, in the end, I was just like, you fucking what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I keep having my stars stolen. Oh. <laughs> It's, it, it feels like you've been punched in the gut because it's just like, ah, oh, I worked so hard for that. You're like, you son of a bitch, I stood in your wedding. You're going to take my stars? <laughs> yeah. That's the real game breaker. You should have that to decide who's going to be your best man. If you can walk away after that, friends, you're like, yeah, we're bros for life. But how was uh, it that, in there? That must have been interesting. Uh, yeah, Amsterdam was good. Uh, I went there for work, so it was, uh, conference was bad, as in, like, we it wasn't that busy and it wasn't that interesting. I didn't make that many new contacts, but the nightlife was very impressive. We were at this pub that basically sold beers by percentages. It didn't do them by sort of like wrecking uh, brands or whatever it is. You just basically picked one of the percentages and they just gave you it. Wow. And uh, they had all the tour- touristy beers that were over the bar, which was sort of like four or five percent stuff. And then behind us in like the dingiest back corner, <laughs> was like 14 and 17 percent beers Holy and uh, that was all i drank while i was there was just these massively heavy beers and it was like getting kicked in the teeth every single sip it was lovely absolutely brilliant oh. but yeah besides that I, so i got a bit of gaming done on that but besides that when i got home i've been playing on deadly premonition uh because uh the oh, developers yeah. gave me yeah the developers gave me a review copy of that to oh, get nice. out for them uh, and also been playing. So that's the, uh, the HD update one? Deadly Premonition? Yeah, yeah if you can call it that. <laughs> it's, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's, the, it's the director's... Standard definition. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much... Yeah, so basically they released it and then they put it only in 720p locks and it's like, right, okay. <laughs> and then they didn't have controller support either when it first came out. And I was like, oh, well, wow. you've ported it from a 360 game, so how have you managed to fuck this up so badly? <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. I love the game. I'm loving it. Absolutely playing through. And it's just so funny. Um, so, yeah, I'll put in a review out of that soon. Plug, cool. plug, plug. And uh, <laughs> apart from that, I've been playing on another very obscure game that P2 may have heard of, but oh. probably no one else, called Gekido. No, I don't think I, I ever have. Had Oh my god, so I, I finally found a this. game that he hasn't had. <laughs> so, ba- so basically, um, it's a uh, fighting force style knockoff. Um, huh. Yeah, with, I, I think with... I played that. Yeah, yeah it's you worse graphics, out? worse controls, and you get to play as a guy who can lift up cars and makes gorilla noises. Wow. That sounds so, cool. so far. <laughs> yeah. it's, pretty da- it's pretty damn cool, and it's hmm. just pretty nice. Oh, I've also been playing on Iron Brigade. Have you guys played that? Well, no, no. Uh, I, 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 uh, I think does it have a different name in the states and Canada? I don't know. Either no, way, it, the, it might be uh, cool. It, looking it up now. It did switch names at one point. It was um, God, what was it called originally? I don't remember. But it, the Iron Brigade is its second name. Right. So that's the official name now, is it? Yeah, like it's they? the official name now. It was something else before. I can't remember what the hell the original name was. But okay. it's not a it's not a region thing. It just they just switched it for some odd reason. I don't remember. Mm. How do you uh, uh, how do you spell Gekido? G e k i d o. Cool. Thanks. 
And uh, oh yeah, oh, sorry, one more game. I have actually been gaming quite a lot this month. This month. Wu Tang Taste the Pain. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. Good. Wu Tang video game <laughs> is so bad. I did I did a review for it with collaboration with another channel and it just made me wet myself with laughter at how incompetent mm-hmm. a game can be. <laughs> was it uh, was it as good as Fifty Cent Blood in the Sand? Uh, Fifty Cent was a masterpiece <laughs> compared to this. <laughs> Wu Tang. World's scariest police chases is a better game than that. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. So that's what um, I've been up to. The, I looked up that Iron Brigade. The name it formerly had was Trenched. Trenched. Oh, okay, yeah. So, but, yeah, it's just like a tower defense game with giant mechs, and it's really, it's really addictive and quite funny because it's made by Double Fine, the people who did Psychonauts and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's, so it's quite good. Hmm. And it's free on Xbox Live at the moment. Yep. For for until this podcast comes out, probably. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So anybody who's listening to the podcast now, sorry, it's no longer free. <laughs> um, okay, P two. What about you? What have uh, this, uh, this this Gekado game looks pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, uh, what have you been playing this month? Oh, okay. I've been playing. Um, what have I been playing? Oh, the new Super Mario 3D World, which is fantastic. Uh, it's great playing with the misses. Because it's the first 3D Mario, you can play with two people. Uh, but we're already off at the end. Has anybody played it? Had a chance to play it yet? I no. have. Uh, I have played it. Yes. Yeah. Did, did you like? No. Um, I really like. I have the same problem with this multiplayer Mario game as I do with every multiplayer Mario game. Is that you either the people you're playing with are either not fast enough to keep up, or they refuse <laughs> to help. They refuse to collect every hidden item. Oh. And it usually ends with me grounding them. <laughs> so, <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, but it is a lot of fun, and I'm really looking forward to either watching people play it or playing it by myself. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's very fun though. Um, and other than that, it's just been the new Zelda game, which uh, also fantastic. But um, before I get into that, has anybody got the new Ease game? Just out of curiosity, mm. Eve. E-Y-S. I, I do not have a Vita. Oh, uh, well, you, sir, have saved yourself $300. <laughs> <laughs> no way. <laughs> no way. Ouch. Yeah, I have a Vita, and I have that game as well. I haven't opened it yet. Um, yeah, the Vita was... I, I really, I'm a big fan of handheld gaming, and because where I travel a lot for work. And my 3DS is, is probably my favorite system right now. And the Vita... Up to this point, I haven't played the Yeez game. I haven't never played any of those games, actually. And I'm going solely on the recommendation of my brother and uh, Johnny Millennium, who, who just raves about them. So ho- I'm hoping that becomes the third game for the Vita that I like, um, one of which is a remake of a Wii game. So, <laughs> yeah, if you don't have a Vita now, you can probably hold off. Yeah. Happy Console Gamer talks about is just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, does yeah. he ever. You just like um, man. Yeah. So yeah. what do you think of the new Zelda, P2? Oh, it's amazing. We actually, we haven't even had a chance to talk about this yet, because no, uh, it was gone. But yeah, it's uh-huh. great. Um, it's a great throwback. It's a great sequel. I mean, I think it's the, I guess you could call it the first real sequel for a Zelda game, because it's got, got the same map and everything as, oh, sorry, my cat. Anyway, what do you think about it? I, got I love it. Um, 
I know there are some people that uh, there's some some vibe out there that it's a little too easy, and it is it is easy. But I don't know if it's easy because of the fact that there's so many things that are reminiscent of a link to the past, and we just recently played that. Mm-hmm. Um, or if it's easy because of the fact that it's easier. But I, I love it, and I love. I don't think handheld games should be too difficult. I don't want to be sitting because they're really easy to throw. That's fair. And they're more expensive than a controller. Do you really so, uh, think that it's uh, a lot easier than the original Link to the Past? Um, no, actually, I would say it's on par with the original Link to the Past. Same here. But when I played the original Link to the Past, I was a kid, right? So yeah, but it I... was harder then. So I think eh. maybe that's what's making me think that it's easier. Uh, maybe. There is one particular fight that I know was easier. Mulborb? That is name. I don't want. I didn't want to give any spoilers. <laughs> no, spoiler alert. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I when I started fighting him, the first thing I thought was, I hope uh, P two can handle it this time. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was a cakewalk this time. But yeah. Yeah. Other than that, anyway. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. What I've I've been playing the new link to the link between worlds. I've been playing that, and uh, Tales of the Abyss also on the three DS. I've been playing that, hmm. and. I got. I, I started playing Tales of the Abyss because of Darren from the Gaming Pilgrimage. And when you start playing this game, if anybody hasn't played it, if anybody has played it, they're going to know what I'm talking about. The main character is probably the most annoying character <laughs> I've ever had in any video game, any movie, any book, even people I know in real life that I can't stand. He is so annoying that I it almost ruins the game for me. And Darren kept saying, stick with it, stick with it, it gets better, it gets better. And it when you get to the point when you cut your hair, which is about 30 hours in, <laughs> it finally got better. Um, but they, they include a character in there, like all the Tales games. Her, the character's name is Miu, and it's this little squeaky thing that spits fire. And it, it it's essentially the description that uh, Jay gave Mallow. Uh, and he seems like a pointless character that's just there for the fact that they have to put something weird in there for a JRPG. <laughs> So yeah, I've been playing Tales, which is good after 30 hours, um, <laughs> and uh, A Link Between Worlds, which I love, and that's all, and, and Super Mario RPG, that's all I've had time for. But uh, it's been a huge month, November was huge, with the PS4 launch and the Xbox One launch. Um, we were there at launch night for the Xbox One to pick up our copies of Mario and Zelda. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they did not like it, because I asked, I was asking the Xbox guys that were there, because they were like diehard Xbox fans what they were most looking forward to playing. And a lot of them were saying, you know, the new Call of Duty. And, I mean, I'm not going to... I'm sort of biased. When I think of Xbox, I think Call of Duty. I don't I don't think of the Xbox as a system that plays anything other than Call of Duty. Um, so I don't I didn't understand why they didn't already have it for the 360. And then I was like, oh, well, you must be excited, because I know the Xbox 360, a lot of the games are 720. So I was like, are you guys excited <laughs> to finally get a Call of Duty in 1080p? And apparently it doesn't yeah. even do that. Yeah. It's well, still yeah. 720. <laughs> they probably thought you were trolling them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I was legitimately uh, clueless, so. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's, oh, that's why you're beating me. Now that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, so we did, I don't have a PS4 or an Xbox One. Um... And it's a rule now that P2 has had for a while, but I've adopted that is, and I wish I had adopted it before I bought my Vita. The system <laughs> has to have five games for it that I want to play before I'll pick it up. And uh, until then, I won't I won't bother getting either one of those new systems. Mm-hmm. Um, Actually, a yeah, game that I wanted to play. Is... Which one? Sorry, James. 
Oh, that's actually a good rule to have, not to get a game unless there are five good games on it. Because I bought a 3DO. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I two good Ugh. games in like the eight months I've had it. <laughs> so sorry for you. I got yeah. it cost me 30 bucks. Usually goes to close to 100. Oh, that's yeah. a pretty good deal. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, we, uh, Free we... Fighter 2 Turbo, which I just got, which is amazing. So. Is it? Oh, that's good. Amazing port of the game, yeah. Hmm. We uh we did break that rule for the launch of the Wii U, but it's because of something that was mentioned earlier. And it's my our, our PS we both got our PS3 very late, and uh, our the, as such our names on the PlayStation Network are long with hyphens and numbers, and it sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, so we didn't want that for the Wii U because we knew they were coming up with their own networks. So we got them on launch day, and that's that's why our we got our, we actually managed to get Player One and Player Two for our usernames, and we were quite thrilled about that. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, other than it's it's a, it's a, I like the rule. It's five games because even right now with they're still releasing games for the PS3 that I want. Like Dark Souls Two comes out next year. Oh god, I can't wait. You know, um, and Persona Five is coming later. Yeah, so and like five spinoffs for it, <laughs> not all on Thursday, but still. <laughs> yeah, Persona Five, Golden Shower Arena, whatever. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <geez>. Yeah. <laughs> So what I want to do, we're going to go back through everybody. I want you to plug your YouTube channels, your your Twitter, um, you know, your blog, uh, whatever you have there, your yard sale. Um, <laughs> plug it, and, uh, and we'll uh, <laughs> we'll announce the game for next month after that. Um, so uh, let's go, James. Why don't you go ahead and uh, tell us where our viewers can find you? Uh, I'm on YouTube at Slightly Livid Gaming. Um, I don't know if you can just search the channel name and then find it, but you probably can. So that's pretty much it. I do. I'm I want to get more gaming stuff up there. Uh, I'll try to have that more gaming stuff up within the next couple of weeks. But you know, until then, Perfect. I'm making fun of bad stories I find on the internet. <laughs> Sounds hey, good. Low hanging fruit. It's still fruit. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I know a lot of guys that have that same attitude at the bar. <laughs> uh, Andrew, where can our listeners find you? Um, I am FitMat on YouTube, surprise, surprise. Um, I don't have any YouTube videos up right now. I plan to in the future. And um, more actively on Twitter, I am FitMat on there as well, at FitMat. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. And who else did we have here? Oh, right, Retro J. Where, uh, <laughs> where could I listen so to find you? I forgot about him. <laughs> Uncharacteristically so, some might say. Um, they can adorable. find me. <laughs> they can finally, uh, finally, usually find me either, you know, doing what I usually do, helping the poor, donating to charity, stabbing a hobo, <laughs> wherever you look and call my name. Maybe even whistle through an ocarina of some sort of time. I'll be there. <laughs> if you do want to actively search me, though, my YouTube channels are J Retromance, which is shit. Or TFU of, uh, TFU show, which will take you to the Tiger Fucking Uppercut show, which is much better and, might I say, much better edited and funded. <laughs> I love both uh, those channels. Yeah, me too. They're <laughs> some of my favorite watching on YouTube. Um, God, there's... stop, please, please. <laughs> no joke, stop, I'm not even stop. kidding. Mm, For... mm, it's so fascinating, all these compliments. <laughs> <laughs> subscribe right now. <laughs> if anybody has a chance, uh, go to go look up Retro J on J Retromance. And for the month of August, he gave himself a personal challenge to do a video a day. Uh, and that's when I first found Retro J's channel. And 
they are some of the best. The Naruto episodes are shit. But other than that, <laughs> they're some of the best reviews I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm kidding, Jay. Just, I don't watch Naruto, so... No, no, no. I've, stopped, I've stopped doing it, specifically because people like you, I just think, right, he's a busy man. He's a busy man. I've got to, I've got to adapt to my growing audience, and that is... <laughs> people just want to come yeah. home, see me yell swear words at the top of my voice very quickly, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because... For August, all I thought was Jay did these. He's like he's re- he's got that staccato voice. And he just talks fast, and he 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 does good reviews. And actually, succinct like he reviews games well in a minute. And then I was like, when August ended, I didn't know what to expect. <laughs> and he, you actually do full length reviews, and they're just as good. Uh, oh, you can do no wrong. You uh, every, you're like the King Midas of YouTube. Everything you touch <laughs> turns to to gold. <laughs> So when are we working on our collaboration? Then we need to get a collaboration going. That would be that's a great idea. I would that would love be fantastic. to turn to gold. That sounds yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, yeah. It's, uh, there is actually some project that I was meaning to talk to extend to the cartridge club as a cartridge club as a whole, and that is the fact that you can play Mario sixty four online multiplayer. Oh, that sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking. And, you can have up to four people playing it on this modded uh, community that's got it. Uh, you each have your own separate screen, so you don't need to worry about running off, as you mentioned before. And yeah, it could be something that could be very fun. That sounds amazing. Yeah, that does mm. sound amazing. We're gonna, we're definitely gonna get in touch about that because um, mm. that sounds really good. Intriguing. Uh, yeah. So everybody who's listening, please check out their channels. They're very good. Um, you won't be disappointed, I promise you. Fitting that channel will probably bum you out a little yeah, bit. Might, there's nothing there. You might be disappointed with mine. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a, he's good on Twitter because everybody, anybody who uses Twitter, um, you know, there's there's two types of people that that use Twitter. There's the person that tweets everything they're doing throughout the whole day and retweets everything that everybody they know says throughout the whole day. And then there's people that only post things once in a while, and those things that they post are golden. And he's the second version of those posters. So he doesn't tweet a lot, but when he does tweet, it's funny and it's very it's very good. Um, perfect. I don't tweet about the sandwich I'm eating and the sandwiches other people are eating. That's yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so he's great to have. You should check them out. And if you're listening and you don't know where to find us, I don't know how you found the episode, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> we are the Cartridge Bros. I'm P1, my brother's P2. We're on YouTube at uh, Cartridge Bros, all one word. You can find us at our website, www.cartridgebros.ca. We're contractually obligated to mention that website three times in each episode. Um, and you can sign up there on our forums to talk about past episodes from the Cartridge Club to find out what games we're playing in new uh, episodes of the Cartridge Club, which is something I'm going to have to add to the forums now that I've said it. Um, <laughs> and uh, you can you can you talk in the forums. Yeah, and you don't have to worry about remembering a new username and password, which is fantastic because we were too cheap to buy a real form. We just used Weebly. Um, yeah so we do video game reviews and sometimes uh, discussion pieces when a long time has gone by that we haven't done a review and we feel like we should put something on the channel Um, so that's us and this is the Cartridge Club and next month uh, we're going to announce the the game for next month is going to be Mega Man X for the Mm -hmm. Super Nintendo yeah that was going to be a vagrant story (laughs) (laughs) it almost changed mid uh, mid podcast (laughs) So uh, anybody who hasn't played any of the Mega Man games, X is a good one to, to start with, I find, and uh, we're really going to enjoy it. And it's a Super Nintendo game because we are Nintendo fanboys, which has been pointed out many times. <laughs> you don't um, 
Yeah, and we're really excited. We uh, we have our three guests lined up, and we chose Mega Man X because we wanted something that was easily played in the month of December, where it's busy with the holidays. We know people uh, have a lot of stuff going on. Um, yeah, so that's next month. Uh, James, I think, sounded quite excited about Mega Man X. Yeah, I really love Mega Man X. It's such a great game. I mean, I suck at Mega Man, but I always like <laughs> it. <laughs> I really, I've never beaten a boss in Mega Man 9. I've had it for two years. I, I've never beaten a stage. <laughs> Thanks, <Tuck>. Really? <laughs> but I'm pretty good at Mega Man X. Excellent. Well, hopefully you can play along with us, and uh, you're already on the forums, um, so hopefully you can uh, comment down there as well. Thank the three of you so much for being on this episode, and uh, I'm looking forward. We'll definitely uh, have you guys back. So again, uh, which we announced last month, that we're no longer scripting endings because we never started uh, for uh, for the Cartridge Club. So I'm gonna say uh, thank all of our listeners, and then I'm gonna just wait for one of you to say something clever, and that's what we're gonna end it on. So uh, everybody, thanks for listening to the, the episode three of the Cartridge Club. I hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you next month. Something clever. If you eat a polar bear liver, you will die. Humans can't handle that much vitamin A.